All right, this is Bobby Mercado with Mark Moisture on uh, California Streaming. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, you just rode in? Yes, I just rode about 45 miles, rode in from Buellton, uh, California. And I'm about ready to get on the bike again and ride down to Ventura County, which is another 55 miles. So it'll be just a short 100 miles today. Great. I mean, we're probably going to play this clip uh, after you're done with your entire uh, entire uh, tour. tour. Okay. Yeah, so... So, yeah, uh, this whole tour is uh, 46 days, 58 counties. Uh, we'll be done on August 23rd in Orange County. Started on July 9th up in the Bay Area. And we will have written in all 58 counties. Fantastic. Why don't you give us um, the quick spiel on who you are, um, what your brief platform is. Okay. And then I'll get into so, some questions. My name is Mark Moisier. I'm an election law attorney. I live up in the Bay Area. I was recruited to run for Secretary of State because the Secretary of State is the chief election officer of the state of California. And I've been active in politics since I was 14 years old, and they wanted somebody to run for chief election officer who actually had experience in election law and has dealt with these issues. And I initially told them no. But after a couple of months, they were more persuasive attorneys than I guess I was. A so. little peer pressure, of course. I don't know about peer pressure, but we'll... <laughs> but uh, I'm running uh, for Secretary of State because the state of California has some problems with our elections. The first thing that I like to highlight is that the MIT recently came out with a survey of all, all the states and their elections. And they determined that the state of California has the third worst elections in the United States of America. Right. Uh, United States of America, as ranked by Harvard University, on the issue of election integrity, uh, there's 28 Western democracies, so the Western world. Of the 28 Western democracies, the United States of America is ranked 28. So we're dead last in the Western world when it comes to integrity in our election process. And then California is ranked third from the bottom in the United States of America. So it just goes to show you that we really have a problem with the integrity of our elections here in California and the United States. And so I am running to see what I could do to uh, fix that. And there's a couple real obvious things that really needs the attention of a Secretary of State to kind of focus on in the state of California. Now, a recent Pew study came out, and they said... 16% of our military ballots are coming in and being counted, even though we're obviously sending them out. Is that you the, know, the, the a similar Pew, problem? The Pew study was 2014 elections, uh -huh. and only 16% of the military ballots were uh, returned. Right. Uh, the MIT study, which is that just came out on... Just the, the other day. Yes. Yeah. That actually is... A, they basically took the study over from Pew. Mm-hmm. And so MIT study looks at the 2016 oh, okay. elections, it was a continuation. Uh -huh. and it's now up to 30%. Now, how much of that, you know, the higher voter turnout, because it was a presidential election year 2016, so there still seems to be a problem. You know, 16%, 30%, that is still a big problem. It's a long ways away from the national average. And on this bike tour, I can't remember what city it was, they start blurring together. But I, a man stood up and said, you know, my son gets a military overseas ballot and his entire platoon 
did not receive their California ballot. If you lived in another state, registered in another state, they got their ballots. But if you were from California, you didn't even get your ballot. And that's a problem. It's really hard to vote. It's it's a California issue. Exactly. Uh, Provisional ballots on same-day elections seems to be a reoccurring problem with some of them even being dismissed and thrown out and... Well, I mean, there's just so many problems with our uh, California elections. Uh, you know, just the, the Pew study, the MIT study, uh, they're just showing that there's a lot of issues with our California elections where we're just at the bottom of the barrel. Right now, the ACLU is suing the state of California because 45,000 Californians had their mail-in ballot disqualified because the signature did not match. Right. And, you know, there are reasons why people's signatures don't match. Maybe they registered to vote at the DMV and they did an electronic stylus. And it's kind of hard. It never matches when I do it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so there's a a lot of problems with signatures. I know that I have a friend who uh, became blind after he registered to vote. His signature does not match. Sure. So there's uh, there's there's some major problems. We do. I I'm personally a proponent of moving away from signature authentication and just you know the signatures there for liability and you have like a pen number where when you register vote uh-huh. you give the state a pen number and now you have to use that pen number in order for your vote to count and it adds a layer of. Security. It seems as though that the state wants to move forward with mail-in ballots overall, where we want to eliminate uh, the way we do it, polling places. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and one of the reasons why they want to do it is it's expensive to train and uh, hire all those people who work one day yeah. to do an election. you got to find all these polling places. I mean, the... Uh, register or voters spend so much time trying to find locations, whether it's churches or schools or municipal buildings, and, you know, what works today, all of a sudden somebody's not willing to do it later, and, you know, it's a lot of work that they put into it, and with more and more people moving of their own free will to vote by mail, you know, it, it creates issues where you know, it's hard to justify a team of four people working when there's only, you know, 250 people who may vote in a polling place in a day. And so that's why you see the legislature looking at a bunch of issues. Uh, The thing is, you need to have integrity in whatever process that you do. And we see that the signature verification, that there's some major problems with people's vote counting that way, and so we need to really look at that process. If we're moving to vote centers or moving towards uh, vote by mail, we just need to make sure that whatever process is there, uh, that there is integrity in the process and that you, know, you bring both parties together to hash out the problems. And it's, it can't be just a one size, this is what's good for our party, let's, uh, you know, let's do it. I want to switch gears here because obviously it made the news a few days ago. An 11-year-old hacked a version of Florida's election site within 10 minutes, and Florida Department of State was quick to state that it was not a real-life scenario. I'm sure they're covering their bases there. 
But the fact of the matter is, that's pretty alarming that an 11-year-old... I'm sure she's quite bright. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's a headline grabber. It's a headline grabber. And uh, the thing is, there's the annual hackathon that goes on yeah. in Las Vegas. And the Secretary of State's absolutely hate it. And the thing is, they should be embracing it. They should be coming down here and listening to these hackers and seeing where the vulnerabilities are and being proactive to do it. Yeah, some of these hacking things that they do are not real-life situations. You're, you're not, you know, yeah, somebody hacked into a system in an hour and they had 50 tools there. Sure, And sure. that's not a real-life scenario. But you can learn from you the... You learn from the you, experience. And, and that's what the biggest problem is, these Secretary of States. They, don't, they, they seem to just want to say, well, that's, you know, they just want to say this is not a real-life situation and end it there. They don't want to come down and say, okay, 11-year-old just hacked this system. What can we learn from this? What can we do better? Because we need to make sure that there's integrity in our election process. And right now, integrity in our election process is not a Republican or Democrat issue. It goes across party lines. And too many Secretary of States, including the current Secretary of State in California, is just ignoring looking forward and saying and, and, and not being proactive and saying, okay, this is where the world is, this is what's going on, how do we confront the future problems? Instead, they just want to bury their head in the sand like an ostrich and, sit and pretend that doesn't count and we don't have a problem. Uh, they also had a joint effort between Department of Justice, FBI, Reuters was reporting some kind of collaborative test. And they're describing this saying one of the issues is having uh, a federal security clearance to participate in this uh, multiple hacking thing. So Padilla doesn't actually qualify for getting his uh, federal clearance security uh, to participate. And he's not getting the information about the Russian hacking from the federal government. You know, should he should we have access to this information uh, regardless of him having security clearance from the federal government? Is that an issue? You is, know, is I, it I, making not, his job harder? I, he's making his own job harder because he's not participating in a whole lot of stuff that, you know, the government wanted to do to try to make sure he's doing his job. Yeah. So, you know, it's very convenient of him to complain about, you know, oh, you're not giving me this information when he won't give information to the federal government on other aspects when they're trying to do investigations. So uh, I think it's very disingenuous of Alex Padilla to be uh, claiming that, you know, because he doesn't have security clearance, he's not getting to find out about certain vulnerabilities. He, he likes to play the play it both ways. You know, it's like, you know, if, if he thinks it's beneficial to his partisan politics, he's going to he's going to play it that way. And that's what we've seen with his whole uh, run as secretary of state is that he's he appears to be more concerned about running for U.S. Senate whenever the next open seat is than he is about fair and honest elections. And so he spends all this time trying to talk about whatever issue in at whatever partisan way he can rather than getting to the bottom of the problem why California has the third worst elections in the United States of America and why we have these integrity issues and you know he just seems to want to make decisions that are uh, not in the 
the voters' best interest. One more. Uh, you probably can't speak about it, but it's the illegal voting that's going on in San Francisco. They're giving non-citizens the right to vote in the county board of education's uh, election, where they've promised to only give ballots out for that specific uh, election. But I know your office isn't is dealing with it right now. Uh, what is Padilla doing about it? Is he embracing it? Is he dragging his feet about it? I'm sure he gave his proverbial blessing behind the scenes before they ever move forward because, you know, the Secretary of State is in charge of the voter databases. And so now you got an issue, you know, where law says that the, you know, a non-citizen is not supposed to be on the voter databases. You know, they probably had to try to make sure they wrote this in such a way to get his blessing on it. I don't know that for a fact, but it is a problem. There's a lot of people who have concerns about it. Uh, it's the proverbial nose of a camel under the tent uh, is what I hear all the time. Mm -hmm. And California Constitution says that in order to vote, you must be a citizen of the United States of America. And the California election law says something pretty similar to that. And so there, there's a... A fine line that's going on here about giving more privileges to non-citizens in a city election, but at the same time, you know, once you do that, what's next? What's next? What's next? I mean, it, it seems interesting that in a you know where it's not that hard to become a citizen. I mean, you, you have to wait your time. You have to do your due duty. Uh, that they are so quick to want to, you know, give privileges of citizenship. I mean, go to almost any other country. You're, they're not giving privileges of citizenship to non-citizens. Right. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you for joining us. And we'll go ahead and cut it off here. Good luck on the rest of your ride. And Thanks. I hope uh, everything takes, goes well for you. Thanks for having me.